Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava, and it is Thursday. So we have a pretty decent weekend coming up. Not a ton of releases, maybe a little bit of time to catch up before uh, Q4 really gets rolling here. But um, there are a couple shoes coming out, nothing too crazy, nothing too Uh, out of the sorts or out of the ordinary for us so really not going to be targeting them that heavily at least from what I can tell so far but things could change there's always weird things that happen and that's what I've been noticing a little bit recently over the past couple days sneakers the sneakers app has restocked at random times doing what they call a Jordan pass and it's basically them just restocking Jordans that have released over the past couple of past couple of months and even back farther into the year and so um, that was a little bit interesting. I've managed to cop absolutely zero of those restocks, which is, it's very difficult. There's not really that many shoes that they stock, at least that I can tell. And the other problem is that you have so many people to find out about it all at the same time that it's kind of a mad rush. And then you all enter and nobody gets the shoes because there's so many shoes. I mean, today they restocked the, um, the smoke grays. Uh, like the smoke gray highs, the smoke gray high kid sizes, the tie-dye women's highs, the tie-dye women's kids, the tie-dye women's preschools and toddlers, like those were restocked. They don't actually have kid sizing for that, but the preschool and toddlers, they restocked. They restocked the court purples, and I think they restocked those in grade school sizing as well. And then they restocked the pine greens that they just did this past year. And so that's a lot. They There was probably, I would say, seven or eight different models you could have entered for and you can enter for all of them when they come out and so that was a little bit interesting uh going in there seeing that trying to enter on my phone my ipad my other phone and it was a mess i'll just say that much what i probably should have done is just went one by one um picked very difficult uh not difficult to get probably very common sizing uh like sizing that wouldn't be rare sizing that's the other thing i was kind of getting over my skis here thinking well maybe I can get on this a little bit faster than most people and because I think that it may be first come first serve which is a little bit different than what they typically do where they let everybody enter for uh roughly about the first minute or two and then they cap it off and they pull from like the, the pool of people that have entered but I think it was first come first serve so that's why I saw the sizes in stock I started going for as many as I could and I ended up not getting them. And so what I'm probably going to do next time is go for the least common sizing that I can without it being something like a size 15, 16, 17, 18, like none of that. But to have gotten the court purples in like a size 14 or stuff, I think that shoe is going to keep going up, especially because Kanye was like caught wearing them and put them on Twitter and stuff. So that kind of stuff always plays into the value of shoes and just kind of plays into the overall appreciation of them. And so that was something that happened today. It happened yesterday as well. There were a few... Uh, less desirable Jordans that restocked yesterday. We're talking like the uh, Toros were probably the biggest ones. And then there was the Jordan 3 Laser Oranges. Those are another decent one that restocked. And then the rest of them were all kind of, they're all kind of like meh uh, shoes that released over the past few months. Were like the Denims, uh, the Denim 3s. And then uh, a couple other pairs of shoes that really weren't even that nice. It was like, you know, why did you restock these at this point? Nobody really wants them anyway. So, um, probably them just clearing out inventory to be honest, but, um, it was nice to see them do that. I always enjoy when they restock sneakers and when they do those, uh, like the, uh, Jordan passes and stuff, it's kind of a interesting thing to do. And it's fun trying to go for them, even though it's pretty hard to hit on shoes. And I can't stress that enough, right? There's a lot of people, especially people that follow me and they'll reach out to me in DMS and ask me, well, how do you get shoes on the sneakers app? 
and I talk about this all the time on my podcast, but it really comes down to the fact that there are so many people entering for them, you have a very low shot of getting them. So you want to increase your chances as much as you can, whether that's having your parents or uh, friends or whoever that you are close with, go for them and giving them people you feel comfortable with. I say those groups of people because they're usually the people you're very comfortable with handling a credit card for you, like good friends, not just some random person you met at school or some random person you met at work or whatever. Like These aren't the people that you want to have uh, your credit card just handed to. <laughs> but... Um, you know, it is something where it would be, it's ideal to have that situation because you can get more shoes that way. And then if you want to give them a commission or something, feel free to do so. But uh, that's really the way you get them. It's very difficult. It's not something you hit on very often. Um, I was on a tear there in the summer. I was getting uh, pretty much every release was coming out and I was getting them. And then summer passed and I stopped getting every release. And I don't know if maybe they had less shoes they were making because maybe people are wearing less sneakers in the fall, winter, uh, early spring season because it's more of like boot season type of a thing. Or maybe it was just them. Uh, maybe I was just getting really lucky. You never know. But um, I'm not really hitting on nearly as many as I was before. And it really just comes down to the luck of the draw and trying to take as many chances at getting them as you can. Now, these sorts of things that today you just have to be on the ball. You have to really pay attention to the uh, to various like streams of people that know what's going on with sneakers. I happen to get an alert on my phone. Um, the couple of groups that I'm in didn't even alert, and that's kind of a bummer for me. I think that's kind of an issue because when you're not getting an alert on something like that, there's plenty of groups out there that are good enough to figure out, hey, I should have a notification on so that whenever Nike uh, does this, I can alert like the groups. And so that's something that was kind of a, a letdown to me. Now, I could have I probably could have alerted everybody, but I was trying to enter for so many shoes and and stuff that it was kind of a it was kind of a hassle. But um, they were probably out by then anyways. By the time I noticed and started entering shoes and then would have alerted everybody, they probably would have been out of shoes anyways. So uh, it's just kind of a thing that you know you want to be involved in. You want to be able to monitor these sites in a very efficient way. And I have a couple things set up for myself to do that, but not really anything. Um, outside of that. So I'm looking to do a little bit better job with that to be able to know ahead of time that they're going to possibly do this and then hopefully be able to go after the shoes and get them. So that's something I'm going to be looking into a little bit more as time goes on. There's a few different ways you can do that and then there's various groups that are just significantly better than any one person would be. Um, That's really what I would like to look into a little bit and learn how to uh, either get involved with those or do that myself. So uh, that is something that I was looking at a little bit today. It was kind of a bummer that I didn't get those, but it's always fun when those restock. And then just thinking about a little bit ahead into what Q4 holds, I've been watching a considerable amount of TikTok, which is something that I don't... So, okay, me watching a considerable amount of TikTok is like a half hour of TikTok last night. That's a considerable amount. Like, I'm somebody who, for whatever reason, the app just freaks me out. Like, I don't want to make content on it, even though I know it makes sense. And... I don't really, like, it just doesn't fit with, like, my personality very well. Like, video content just doesn't typically. And so, um, it's just, I don't know. It feels it feels a little bit odd, but that's because I've never really done it before. But just watching it, like, I'm not, I don't know. Like, it's super addicting to watch TikTok, but it's, like, very weird. Like, some of the things are very helpful. Some of them are just not. And I kind of get a lot more information out of Instagram and Twitter than I do on TikTok just because it's it's very sporadic. It's not easy to search things on there. Um, it's very, it's very 
unorganized feeling, which is good if you're trying to make content that is very kind of spur of the moment type of stuff, which is, it's really good for that. But if it's, if it's something where you're trying to learn, it's, it's difficult for me to try and pick up things on there. I'm more of a like see it in a photo or see it in like a long tail video, but something that's not like 60 seconds, like it has to be like a five minute video, 10 minute video for me to really absorb it and stuff. So um, that's just something that I was looking at last night, but I was watching a couple people talk about how they've run out of money and it's apparently not something that just I did last month. So, uh, you know, it is something that happens from time to time when you see a big investment, you go all in on it. And at some point the bank account dries up because you're going after an investment that is a pretty either lucrative or just a very, very good kind of uh, return where it returns very quickly. And so they were talking about what they were doing and a little bit of them trying to accept offers a lot like I've been doing. And so that's kind of what I've been doing a lot recently. I've been taking a lot more lower offers on things, which is good. Um, just because one, it's gotten me less picky. So I'm a lot less picky with stuff that I picked up for, maybe I think it's worth like 150 bucks. It's two bucks, but I need the money. Uh, somebody makes me like a 60, 70, $80 offer on it. Well, the original cost was $2. Like how greedy do I need to be at this point? I get it that the item may be worth $150, but if it's worth $150, two years down the road as opposed to now, it makes more sense for me to get the money back so that way I can keep investing that into new products that are coming out during Q4. Especially a lot of these products, some of them are like toys and stuff, they're going to be relatively low cost to get. And so you could potentially end up doubling, tripling your money just on that one sale. And that is a lot more money than you would have made on that sale two years down the road, right? One, that the depreciation obviously has something to do with it, but even if you're not taking into account like inflation and all that kind of crap, um, just the fact that you can triple $70 and make that into 210 versus just making $150 and then minus whatever you had to ship it for and stuff uh, two years down the road, that makes sense. I would rather have $210 this Q4 than $150 in 2021 or 2022, right? That just makes more sense. It's more money now and it's now, it's not later. So um, it's a better investment sometimes to get that money back if you have a generally good idea of what you're going to do with it when you get it. And so even if you don't, even if you know that you're just going to find stuff, which is kind of how it is, right? I'm going a little bit slower right now. Things have slowed down, but I'm starting to get more offers on things. I'm doing the right things where I'm listing consistently. Um, when I get products in or whenever I can get a f free moment, I'm getting some listings up. Um, and then I'm getting a lot of promoted, I'm just promoting things on Mercari, which is huge. You have to promote things on Mercari and get listings up on Mercari to be able to keep your store humming. That's what I found works. And so I've been doing that. I didn't do it today because I was super busy at work and I usually do it whenever I get a free second, uh, either at lunch or something, but I was super busy today and just didn't get a free second to do it. So that's really what I've been doing and it's been working really well. I've actually gotten some really good offers on items where I was like, okay, um, I had an item that was a, a pretty decent buy and I've been getting 400, 300, 400, 300 like dollar offers on it. That's what I've been getting every time. The item flips usually for about five to 600, but you have to kind of wait out and they are planning on restocking it a couple more times before Q4 is over. So my threshold was like around 500 bucks. Somebody offered me 480 today on Mercari and it comes with the shipping, which people on eBay aren't doing. Like people on eBay don't want to pay shipping. People on Mercari, I don't think they look and see what the shipping is. So they just buy things. And it's awesome because I ended up making more money on there than I would have on eBay because they're paying the shipping. And um, I'm not having to pay as large of a fee because I listed it before they put all the new regulations in place. So like all the new fee structures and stuff. So 
that's something that's helpful. I think that a lot of times, and I've talked about this before, but I think a lot of times people get hung up on the fact that you're losing money. And losing money isn't necessarily a bad thing when it's taken in context. If you're losing money, then yes, that's that's not good. You don't want to do that. But if you're losing money to make more money, that makes sense because you're essentially saying, okay, this was a lost item. This item sucks. I, I shouldn't have bought it. I need to accept the fact that I made a mistake here and not just hold out hope that maybe I make $5 on this one day. I may need to lose five, 10, $15 on this now to recoup the $200 I spent on it to reinvest into something else. And it's hard to, it's hard to do that. You want your money. You hate taking losses. I, I very much, very much so hate making $2 on a hundred dollar item. That drives me crazy. But at this point, I have some items that are a hundred dollars and I bought three, four, five, six, seven of them that needs to be sold or it needs to be returned. And if you don't have the time to go do all the returns, you just don't feel like it, or you can make like 10 or 15 bucks on them. I'd rather make the 10 or 15 bucks, make like 60 bucks net after everything's said and done. And okay, I made $60, I got my money back and they sold pretty quickly. Yeah, I made, you know, probably 10% returns, if that, on the item. But at the end of the day, it's still 60 more dollars than I had. And then if they return it, then I'll just, I'll have to figure out what to do. If it's just because they didn't like it, then I'll return it to the store or whatever. So it's not a big deal. But I think we get a lot of, a lot caught up in the fact that we're losing money on a singular item instead of looking at the bigger picture and going, I can make a lot of money if I, if I kind of accept my losses here and realize that I made a mistake. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. And it's hard to do that. It's hard to kind of accept the fact that you screwed something up. And I mean, me, I, I literally have screwed so much up with just buys that I shouldn't have made. And, and I mean, it's fine. You end up making the money back eventually, but you almost look at it and go, if I, only I had not bought this $100 item here or this $200 item here, and I would have, you know, you do that 10 times, oh, I'd have another two grand that I could have invested into this product that I saw was going to have a lot of potential and did really well. Um, and so that's something that I think a lot of people don't really understand, um, especially myself starting out. I think it's hard to, to really do that because it sucks. You don't want to lose money on things. And whenever you're doing that, you're kind of accepting defeat on an item. But the bigger picture is that you're not accepting defeat on your business. You're just saying this item was a mistake. And I learned something from it. I learned that I probably shouldn't do this set of steps again, whether it's being a little bit cautious on an item and going, okay, well, this feels a lot like item A, this this second item over here feels a lot like that item I did really poorly on before. Maybe I don't buy this again. And it could save you a lot of money down the road. When you have more money to invest, maybe you're not putting, I, I don't know, 5K in a product that's not really that worth it. So just something to keep in mind, you know, you want to take your micro losses and turn those into macro gains. And that's really what I'm trying to do here. It's hard to kind of process in real time because you feel like you're just losing money. But at the end of the day, if you get your money back, you can reinvest it in stuff. That's what's important. Just keep learning, keep reinvesting, and that'll really bring you a lot more money down the road. So um, that's really what I'm doing now. Just trying to make some money back, get the money back, get it flipped, get it into new products as soon as I see stuff come back. Um, trying to find new things to sell. I mean, there's just there's so much to do. And the whole Instagram, TikTok thing, that's that's a whole nother side of it that just takes up a lot of time as well. So, um, you know, just trying to keep things managed and time-wise and stuff is really what my focus has been. And hopefully Q4 doesn't get too crazy where I can't do all those things that I like to do on the side, like Instagram and TikTok and stuff. So uh, with that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a good rest of your Thursday and I'll get with you tomorrow for another podcast. Peace.